The air is starting to chill here in Calgary. We've got single-digit temperatures and later sunrises, which can only mean one thing. Fall is here, as it is throughout large parts of North America, which means it's time to get out and capture some of that fantastic fall foliage, those changing colors and misty mornings. I love photographing things in the fall. Okay, let's be honest. I love photographing almost everything except maybe a sunny day at high noon. The colors are unique and we get spectacular sunsets in the fall. But it can be a challenge to capture stunning images. There's so much beauty that it can almost be overwhelming and we can end up with unfocused photos that don't truly show off the beauty that we're seeing in person. So today, I'm going to offer you my eight tips for creating great pictures in the fall. This is episode 34 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Robert Massey. Thank you so much for being here and taking some time out of your day today to listen. I'm stoked that you are taking some time to improve your photography. This podcast is a part of Robert Massey Photography, my adventure portraiture business. We are a content creation firm in Calgary that focuses on crafting unique images of people outdoors doing what they love. You can check out the work we do online on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. Now, on with our show. Before we get into the first tip, a small caveat. We aren't going to talk about the techniques that generally help to create more compelling images. Things like the exposure triangle, composition, or properly capturing landscape photos. We've covered these topics in other episodes, so you can go and learn all about them there. Specifically, check out episodes 22 and 12 for more on these topics. All right, let's get into tip number one. Our first tip is to find a focal point. I'm putting this one first because I think it's so important to remember. Find a focal point in your fall images. We can get lost in the grandeur and the beauty of all the colors in the fall very easily. This can quickly lead to unfocused photos that are a mess of composition, colors, and distractions. I find it much easier to find a focal point in an image and craft a composition out of this. A favorite of mine is to find a tree that stands out from the others and make it into my subject. This works amazingly well early in the fall as there are always those two or three trees changing color a bit early, leaving you with a pop of color amongst a sea of green. Some other possible focal points to look for are bridges, pathways, mountains, or actual subjects, human or animal. Because having a focal point provides your image with focus and lets the other beautiful colors of fall act as secondary accentuating pieces that really finish the photo well. Alright, next tip. Tip number two, shoot in wet conditions. It rains quite often in the fall, and wet leaves after a rainfall can be extraordinary. The rain really saturates the world, leaving it more colorful. This will help add some pop and depth to your images. To get the most out of this time, use a circular polarizer on your lens. This will reduce reflections and bring out more color in your images as well. Getting out right after it rains is also an advantage because the light is typically also very flattering. That soft light just makes for beautiful photos. That being said, don't be afraid to get out while it's raining as well. Rainfall falling through the air can, again, create some very soft light if it's not too heavy a cloud layer but it also just offers some really spectacular image opportunities. Look for things like the rain falling on the leaves and hitting them, or creating reflections in puddles, or creating those really cool ripple effects in the puddles, and seeing what that does to the color that's in there, seeing what it does to the leaves as they get hit with rain, 
anything like that. A really common fall photo to take is actually rainfall on windows. This is a fantastic way to craft fall portraits because you have somebody inside enjoying hot cocoa or reading a book and looking out past the rain-covered window. You take the photos from outside while they're looking out towards you or while they're looking out past you or while they're just sitting there reading a book and you can create some really beautiful, really moody portraits of somebody with that fall feeling, that cozy fall feeling to them. Once again, you're going to want to get a circular polarizer to help create these images. That's because a polarizer will help reduce those reflections in the window. All right, going on to tip number three. Speaking of reflections, look for some reflections. Fall is a marvelous time for reflection images. Reflection images are usually lovely anyway, but there is something extra special about them in the fall because of the colors. Reflections with green trees and things like that can sometimes blend into the bottom of a river or blend into the bottom of a lake because they're very similar tones. But the reds and yellows and oranges in fall really help that reflection pop out of the water and not blend into the color of the water itself. Plus, there's so many great opportunities to use puddles from the rain to help create some of these reflections. So keep an eye out for reflections not only along rivers and lakes, but anywhere where it has been raining. Because these little puddles can help to create some spectacular images as long as you're willing to get down and into the dirt. A single little puddle can totally change the way an image looks or feels. And while you're at it, while you're out shooting some reflections, look for the way the light plays with the water. That water's movement with the leaves color reflected in it can create some really abstract images that can make a very different fall photo that has a really unique feeling to it. All right, that leads us really well into tip number four. It's the details. So looking for specific reflection images or looking for the way that the color is playing with the water, those are little details that people can sometimes forget about because landscapes are outstanding in the fall, but so are each of these little individual details of this incredible season. So while it's lovely to get that beautiful overarching landscape with larches darting across the mountains, don't forget to also include those images of like individual leaves or a leaf floating in the water. Dewy leaves early in the morning or the ground covered in frost. All of these can make for spectacular detail shots. And frost is actually one of the best detail shots we can get. Those crystals are just gorgeous. Regardless if you're shooting in macro or not, if you can shoot in macro, frost looks absolutely spectacular. If you're out early enough in the morning, you can typically get some frost on those beautiful fall leaves. And that really helps that pop again those reds and oranges and yellows in the detail photos really help bring the image together all right here we go with tip number five morning mist in lots of places fall means misty mornings and that leaves us with a unique opportunity to capture the blue hour or golden hour through a light mist if you can get up above the trees you can look back down and see that mist hanging out in and amongst the trees itself or if you are right down in it, the sun typically causes amazing light rays through that fog. These images of misty mornings are indicative of fall and will help your photos stand out from others for a couple of reasons. Firstly, they aren't as common among people because you have to get up and get going well before sunrise. And most people are not getting themselves in gear and to a location early enough to shoot that. Secondly, people are drawn into landscapes that they know but have a 
different feeling to them. Mist over a typical landscape adds an extra element and can help people look in awe at a place they know well. This basically goes back to a tip I've offered before, which is you need to get yourself up and going and out the door well before everyone else would normally be out of bed. And that will allow you to help set apart your travel and adventure work. All right, going on to tip number six, overcast days. I see a lot of photographers head out only when the day looks perfect, when there is a chance of a fantastic sunset or when it's bright and beautiful out, and that's fine. But my favorite way to shoot the fall is actually when it's overcast. The clouds act like a natural diffuser on the sun, offering you unique colors and soft light everywhere you go. You aren't competing as much with harsh shadows. You don't really have to worry about not being able to shoot at high noon because you can shoot throughout the whole day and get a beautiful soft light. And overcast also means the colors in your images aren't trying to compete with bright blues or harsh sunlight, allowing them to dominate more of the image and creating that fall feeling. I tend to find the fall photos people love include a lot of that misty overcast kind of feeling, not bright sunny days. All right, going on to tip number seven, don't forget about the rest of fall. Most of what people will focus on in the fall are the leaves and their colors. And with good reason, they are stunning and make for spectacular landscape shots. But don't forget that other elements in the fall can create amazing images as well. This is the season for squashes like pumpkins and other fruits and veggies, meaning lots of great harvest images or landscapes with them in it. We talked about getting those portraits of people looking out into the fall. You can also use like the leaves reflected in windows to create amazing portraits. Look around you because fall has a mood to it. It's cozy, but you still want to be outdoors. It's got this slightly moody undertone to it but like warm and fuzzy all at once it's it's amazing it's one of the reasons i think people really love the fall because it's a bit of a combination of spring winter and summer all rolled into one together so try to think about what helps to encapsulate this mood of fall especially for you what what does fall feel like to you and in your area and you can go a long way in creating incredible fall photos that really stand out and finally tip number eight Use a circular polarizer. I've mentioned this fabulous device a couple of times already here, but it's so important that it gets its own tip. And the last tip. That's how important these filters are. In general, circular polarizers are just a fabulous piece to add to your photography kit. But in the fall, they are even more helpful. Polarizers allow you to cut down on glare and reflections on surfaces like water, helping you create better rain and wet images. They saturate colors in a natural and beautiful way, giving you more natural vibrancy in your photographs. And you can get circular polarizers for any camera. It doesn't matter if you're shooting on a smartphone, a point-and-shoot, a high-end, medium format, anything. You can get a circular polarizer for it. You just need to find one that fits what you are shooting with. So if you really want to increase your fall photography skills, pick up a circular polarizer. And that's it for today, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me here. I really feel like if you take these eight tips that we just talked about and you combine them with what we've already talked about with landscape photography and knowing your exposure triangle and compositional tips, then you can create some spectacular fall images that will really help your work stand out from other people's and will really help you create some beautiful artwork for your home. And of course, 
If you're heading out shooting some of that fall weather, I'd love to hear about your excursions and what you're up to and see some of those amazing images that you're creating. I love seeing work from other people and what you're up to, especially if it's been inspired by this podcast. So send it on out to me. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School, where we also share nearly daily tips related to each episode of the podcast. Or you can DM me on my personal photography page at Robert Massey Photography. And while you're there, you can follow along on some of my adventures as well. So send me a message. Let me see what you guys are up to. I would love to get to know you more. I've really been enjoying these conversations I've been having with my listeners. So please. Let's keep talking. As always, you can get the full show notes for this episode at TravelAdventurePhotographySchool.com. And also, let me know what you think of the podcast and what you want to learn. I'd love if you'd leave us a review and if you'd send me a message with your thoughts or ideas about what you are interested in learning more about. This podcast is really about teaching you what you need to know. So send me what you want to know and I will hopefully be able to put something together for that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now get out there and take advantage of these beautiful fall colors. They don't last for very long, so we got to make the most of them while they're here. Let's adventure. Bye for now.